I'm Jana Cunningham with the University of Utah Communications Office, and we're discussing history degrees with Ben Cohen, professor of history here at the U. So let's just jump right in. Why history? Why should students here at the University of Utah study history? I think the study of history breaks down into three things. First, students here in our department learn content. Students learn about everything from Abraham Lincoln and the Gettysburg Address to the building of the Great Wall of China to what's going on in the European economy. So I think part of it is content. The second thing that students here in the department learn and master are a set of skills. And then finally, studying history prepares you to go out into the workforce and is a versatile degree. Before we get into the specifics of what students are learning here at the U, why is it important to have historical knowledge? Why is historical knowledge vital to our society? Well, I think history is fundamental to humanity. Um, We are all part of a continuum of time, and history is the study of how we as humanity and the inhabitants of this planet have gone before this moment in time. So I think history is linked to a very basic process in the universe, which is which is time. And second, history is so much about the history of people and of the living world, as well as the material and the non-living world. And so studying history is studying those lives that have come before this moment. And I think that's that's just vital to understand who we are now and where we've come from. When students decide to major or minor in history, what are they going to learn about while they're in class? Well, as I said, I think there are three areas. One is content. That is the history of a particular place, person, or time. The thing that I would also emphasize is students learn a series of skills. For instance, being a history major trains your skill in information management. Now, that might sound like something from our colleagues in the business school, but if you think about it, when you're in a history class, when you're writing a history paper, you are learning how to sift through, compile, and organize information might be names and dates, which is what we all remember from high school, but it's also opinions and ideas. And so one of those skills is information management. A second critical skill that all historians have and that is so valuable in the workforce today is writing. Good writing can get you a job, good writing can keep you in a job, and good writing is not something that we can outsource to people far away or to technology. That is, a computer can't write a crisp sentence or a paragraph. And if you look at today in the world of the internet, I mean, what is blogging? Blogging is people who are talented writers writing about a topic, whether it's their cat, whether it's baking cupcakes, whether it's politics, good writing and blogging, that is writing online, can be a way to make an income. And we see people do that all the time. I think another thing that history majors get are training in critical reading and critical thinking. And again, in this day and age where we are drowning in information, the ability to read and ask critical questions of the material we're reading and to think critically about what we are seeing, hearing, ingesting is just vital. And that's a skill that employers across the board are looking for. 
you can't outsource that to someone else. You can't ask a computer to sift through data and critically analyze it. And then finally, historians learn how to research, how to find information, whether it's information for a business topic, for a law topic, for medical school, or if you want to be a teacher and you just need to know more about something, we train our students in the basics and also the nuances of research. It sounds like students in the history department are learning a lot of job skills. Do you encourage your students to double major in something with history, something such as business or science? We welcome students who are double majors. And history, we like to say, is a major that plays well with others. If you're partnering history with, for instance, an area studies focus, be it Asia, the Middle East, Europe, or uh, degrees in business or social science, for instance, political science and history have a lot of shared interest and shared overlap. But we have many successful students who have been history and biology majors, history and chem majors, history and engineering majors. And those are some of our most exciting, most promising students. And so I would recommend students to think about history as a double major with any degree at the university. And what are you seeing your students doing after they graduate? Our students do not go on to flip burgers. That's an old myth. Our students go on to a diverse range of careers. For instance, we have students who majored in history who are now practicing doctors and use their major to get into medical school. We have students who are in business. Many students go on and do a JD, that is a law degree, and are practicing in the legal field. But we also have students who've taken the civil service exam and now work for the federal government. And yes, we do have students who go on to careers in teaching, either K through 12, or pursue advanced degrees and become professional historians in the academy themselves, or take that advanced degree and work for a museum or a nonprofit. How have you seen this degree evolve over the last 10, 20, 30 years? Well, I think what is considered historical has changed. In the old days, history was a lot about straight white men. And certainly the field has diversified to include a wide range of humanity. And so who gets studied and who is considered important has really broadened out. Second, um, topics in history have changed a lot. History used to be a lot of armchair scholars studying great white men in battles and high politics. We now have colleagues and students who are studying poor people, people who have traditionally been below the radar of the, the classically trained historian. And so who gets studied has changed. What gets studied has changed. For instance, Recently, there's been a turn towards studying animals. Um, We share this planet with a tremendous diversity of flora and fauna, and animal studies is now a vibrant part of what you can study as a historian. Before we end our discussion, can you talk a little bit about your research and how you involve students in your research? I was trained as a scholar of South Asia, that is India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, um, and the hill states of Nepal, Tibet, and Bhutan. And I work mostly in the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries. And I've worked with students who have done projects parallel to something in my own research. For instance, I've written a book about a scandal 
And so we had a senior seminar where all the students read some basic theoretical material about what scandals are, and then I asked them to find their own scandal, whether it was in newspapers or you know, popular culture or what have you. And so students produced original scholarship on scandals that was interwoven with my own interest and my own scholarship on scandals at the time. That was Ben Cohen of the University of Utah's History Department. Visit humanities.utah.edu for more information about the Department of History and other areas of study offered through the College of Humanities.